cool stuff from Lauren Daigle. You say good morning. The Rise and Stein Show continues today. A special Monday Rosh Hashanah edition of Rise and Stein at Victory 91.5 with Ray Haynes teaching us uh, about all kinds of things that are just blowing our minds, starting out with prophecy, then the gospel of the stars, then the magi and, and the birthday. And now we head into part four, which has now been posted at victory.radio website, just victory.radio, not .com, not .org, just victory.radio. <laughs> And you can also uh, find a link at the Reisenstein Facebook page. So you can follow along on these notes. We're now in the traditions and the end times. Right. Which is pretty cool. I mean, for if you grew up and with these traditions, and as you probably noticed, I, I'm, this is my goal of doing this is to help you understand that it's not about being Jewish or being more or less Jewish. This is... Jesus is as Jewish as you can get. So yeah. if you have the blood of Jesus in you, he has created in you this hunger and revelation that he started this story in the stars on day four, before sin, before everything. So all of this whole point of this isn't to make you more or less something of, of a bloodline, but to help you encounter Jesus. And so that's the whole point of this. So we're when we step into traditions, um, uh, again, I don't go out of the way to do all the Hebrew and all, all that part because I want you us as Gentiles to say, okay, this is for me. In fact, I have thought about even the trumpet. You know, there's the shofar blast and stuff like that, but the reality is for us as Christians, most of us don't play a shofar or a trumpet, but that's not the point. That's not why God did this. When he said trumpet, he had something else in mind. That was just a precursor to it. So we want to help you walk into the traditions and understand how you could engage, like when I leave here today, some of the things that I'll be doing. I'll, I'll show you how, how uh, you can engage with your Jewish or Gentile or whatever. If you know Jesus or love Jesus or want to know Jesus, this is the journey. All right. So it's three names, Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Trumpets, and Yom Teruah. So the word Teruah, that's a fun word. And um, it means a day of, of uh, basically the, the sounding of a shofar, but you could also call it the day of shouting or blasting. It's a hundred blasts. If you went to a service this morning at a congregation, a Messianic congregation, or just regular Jewish one, they would have blown the shofar a hundred times over the course of the morning services. That gets loud, <laughs> but very cool, too. Uh, so Rosh Hashanah begins the ten days of awe. They're called the awesome days. So that's the one good thing you know. For the next ten days, if somebody asks you, how was your day? Awesome. It's an awesome day. They end on Yom Kippur with fasting and prayer all day. It's the only holiday that fasting is explicitly commanded by the Lord. You shall afflict your souls. And afflict doesn't mean to punish yourself, but to humble yourself. So in 10 days, Yom Kippur comes back. I'll be back. It'll be on, I think we'll teach it on a Tuesday. It happens Tuesday night to Wednesday. So we'll be here to teach that. Well, the Jews wear white or burial clothes to live all day as if they were dead. They're fasting. It's humbling yourself before God and a reminder that you are mortal. And I really recommend the white, wearing the white, because it even helps you in your prayer, your fasting, and your reading that day. It's just kind of a cool thing. These days are for repentance, so they determine your destiny. Every time you repent, you change your destiny. Mm. Leviticus 10, distinguish between holy and unholy, between unclean and clean. As a Christian, you might say these days help set the course for your year, the choices you make, the directions you choose. These 10 days are like a preview of the year ahead or a snapshot of trends. What you conquer now impacts your entire life ahead. 
you're a year ahead too. Decisions count more now. The Hebrew root of the word shofar literally means to beautify. When we turn to God, we're made more beautiful. The Feast of Trumpets marks the end of the summer harvest with the Day of Atonement near when you stand before God. Very prophetic. As a church, we're in the midst of the great harvest just before the Day of the Lord. The Feast of Trumpets is God's wake-up call. We don't have forever. It's a reminder. So the voice of God is kind of a cool concept. Since God speaks in diverse ways for different situations, the shofar has several distinct blasts. Mm-hmm. Tekiah in ancient Israel, you know, when you had guards, you had one long sustained blast was a common reassuring sound meant the watchmen guarding the city were on duty. 11 o'clock and all is well. Couldn't, everybody couldn't hear that, but they could hear that. So it means that, God is constantly drawing near so we might receive his strength and comfort. So that note of tekiah, it's not about a sound of a trumpet. It's about the reminder that God is near at all times. In fact, there's some way in your brain to remind yourself of that. Uh, Shivarim, three successful blasts signaled some significant event. It wasn't bad. Usually made good tidings like rejoicing or singing and dancing. And... Teruah, the one that represents this day, nine rapid bursts, was a sound of alarm. It meant they were under attack. And you should realize that kind of concept because the Holy Spirit does that in you, right? Mm -hmm. You feel the temptation or something going on, you can almost go, hey, wait, what is that? (laughs) Because the Holy Spirit is that it's the sound of the voice of God. When you hear God speaking to you, that's Teruah. Mm. That's what that is. It's literally the, in Genesis 3, 8, they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. The word for voice is the sound of a trumpet. That word, the voice, is teruah. The same word is used throughout the Bible for the blast of a trumpet, like on Mount Sinai. The Hebrew word also, though, means calling out, shouting, or even singing. Guess what we do all day long every day? Teruah. We're worshiping. And the cool is the the Hebrew word ruach, which is the word for wind as well as the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So the voice of God was being carried on the wind of his Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in the garden because he was about his glory being manifested. Isaiah 58, 1, cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sin. So this notion of going out witnessing, this is very Rosh Hashanah. Some of the traditions, if you like these things, apples dipped in honey, or eating fruit because you're fruitful. Now, most of you growing up in the South on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, you're eating greens and cornbread and beans, and they all have that meaning. Same thing in Rosh Hashanah. It's New Year's. Uh, Pomegranates have 613 seeds, so there's 613 commandments in the Bible. So pomegranates (laughs) are, grab some pomegranate juice today, and you've got it because... Goodness knows you don't want to try to cut a pomegranate. That, that's one of those moments uh, on the bus as you're traveling through Israel where the guide says that. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Started from the very beginning. So Tashlik is the one thing of, of Rosh Hashanah that I really love. It means casting off. And we've done it as a family for years. You go to a stream during this Rosh Hashanah day sometime. They, they, you can do it in several ways, but emptying your pockets in a stream. You can toss pebbles or take some bread. If you got little kids, it's really great. Lint balls. <laughs> Whatever is in your past. So Wads of gum in your pockets. Leanna does that in the laundry room. <laughs> She's, I'm having Tashlik right yeah. now. Right by the, the dryer. Tashlik ceremony. It's leaving your past year behind. 
So it's when people make resolutions. It's around repentance, and you prepare for changes in the dynamics of the coming year. All right? So here's a typical thing. Like today, when I go to the river, this is what uh, I'll do. Like this is basically a prayer over, I think, uh, seven things. Let us cast away the sin of deception so that we'll mislead no one in word or deed nor pretend to be what we are not. Mm. You're looking inward. Let us cast away the sin of vain ambition, which prompts us to strive for goals which bring neither true fulfillment nor genuine contentment. And you're just tossing a little pebble or, or bread or something in the river. Let us cast away the sin of stubbornness so that we'll neither persist in foolish habits nor fail to acknowledge our will to change. Let us cast away the sin of envy so we'll neither be consumed by desire for what we lack nor grow unmindful of the blessings which are already ours. Let us cast away the sin of selfishness, which keeps us from enriching our lives through wider concerns and great sharing from reaching out in love to other humans. Let us cast away the sin of indulgence so that we may be sensitive to the suffering of others and responsive to the needs of people everywhere. See, all of this you're casting in your rock or something, but you're asking God for something that literally you can't give because you need his help. It's not something that's in your life, and it wasn't in your past, and you want it to be in your future. And finally, let us cast away the sin of pride and arrogance so that we can worship God and serve God's mm -hmm. purpose in humility and truth. Mm -hmm. So that's called Tashlik. You go to river by yourself or with your family and just take a few minutes. Coming up, the next part of today's teaching is going to be about end times. Yes, the next three wrap up with end times. The tribulation today, not today, but on this date, sometime in the future, we should be getting ready for because it kicks off today. Wow. Go to victory.radio. Click on blog for all of the notes of Ray's teachings this morning. It's a special Monday Rosh Hashanah edition of Rise and Stein at Victory 91.5. Are you a V?